Hello everyone, this is Tony Kramer, product specialist with RDO Equipment Company, and you are listening to the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Every day there are phenomenal advancements being made in the field of agriculture technology. RDO Equipment Company is a leader in agriculture equipment and precision agriculture technology and is here with industry experts bringing the latest news and information from RDO and John Deere. Thanks for joining us on the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is episode number 87. Today we are going to be talking about the Certified Crop Advisor Certification and the Precision Ag Specialty. Before we dive into the show, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. You can subscribe to the show on the many different podcasting apps we're streaming this to, such as Apple's podcast app, it's on Stitcher, Overcast, SoundCloud, as well as many others. While you're out there, drop us a review. We'd love to hear what you think about the show. Lastly, make sure to follow RDO Equipment Company on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and catch all of our latest videos on YouTube. You can also follow me on Twitter at RDO Tony K. Now with that, let's get back to the show. I am really excited to welcome Luther Smith, who is the Director of Professional Development and Business Relations, and Chris Boomsma, who is the Director of Education, both with the American Society of Agronomy. Thanks for joining us on the show today, Luther and Chris. Why don't we get started by getting to know each of you a little bit more and how the two of you got involved in this industry? Tony, this is Luther. I'll go first on that. Luther Smith, as you mentioned, my title, I've been with the societies, American Society of Agronomy, 23 years now. So it's the, the, the larger part of my professional life. And prior to that, I had worked in uh, industry for a cooperative, a farm cooperative here in the Midwest. And before that, I was with Extension in West Virginia and also Pennsylvania, uh, teaching farm financial management. And I also own a ranch where we raise bison. So I kind of keep my hands dirty through that to stay in on production agriculture. Right. Yeah. Thanks, Tony, for asking. I um, started with the American Society of Agronomy about a year and a half ago, a little over, and um, basically joined it because of my passion for education. I had done a lot of research previously, both at Purdue University in in precision agriculture and phenotyping just measuring plants using, you know, sensors, satellites, some robots, and other things. And then I spent some time before that at Dow AgriSciences also doing research. But I thought there was a disconnect between research and, and how the work we were doing in the field, things we were coming out with, how they were applied in the field. And so I wanted to get an education and help our advisor community begin to adapt and adopt some of the things that we develop. And so, hence my interest in coming to the American Society of Agronomy and working with the Certified Crop Advisor Program. Wonderful. Well, thank you again for sitting down with me, guys. Let's get into it a little bit. Luther, I want to start with you with a question. You know, let's just tell our listeners or talk to our listeners a little bit about the history of the American Society of Agronomy. Sure, Tony. Uh, ASA started in 1907, so it has over 100 years of history, mainly focused on scientific publications, publishing the science of researchers, and then also meetings where they got together to discuss that research 
uh, and, and it had educational programs involved with that in collaborative ways to, to share that information. You also have, just as a side, the American Society of Agronomy started over 100 years ago, but then the, the Soil Science Society of America spun out of ASA in the 1930s, and then crop science spun out in the 1950s. So agronomy, by definition, has both soils and crop science within it and integrates that is the integrating science. And then soil science, crop science became also it's their own uh, not-for-profit organizations, but all three still work together and are housed in the same place. So ASA is a not-for-profit membership educational scientific society and then serving that community. So along those lines with the education and what the ASA does, of course, there is the Certified Crop Advisor Program. Uh, Tell our listeners a little bit about that and the history of that certification. Yeah, and it, it's it's very relevant now. We're hitting the 25-year mark of the Certified Crop Advisor Program. First exam forgiven in 1993. So we're right now, you know, 2018, 2019 is that 25-year mark, and we're you'll be hearing more about that throughout this year. There were about 700 people in that original group that first year. So it really started as a need when you think of back in the early 1990s, USDA at that time was talking about, almost through regulation, but not exactly, they wanted to separate the, the, the giving of advice from the selling of products. So industry got together because it's very common still today for an agronomist working for an ag retail type business to provide both. And typically, if you're the products, you usually do need advice to come with that. that historical view of combining them, the industry got together and formed the Certified Crop Advisor Program as a coming together of academia, the government, USDA, and industry. You had representatives from those three segments came together to form the program. And we still have that involvement. Those three, se- those three segments are represented on every one of our local certifying boards. And every state in the United States is represented in the program, nine Canadian provinces or the country of Canada, and then also uh, Mexico joined the program. So it's now throughout North America, over 13,000 people have the certification and, and hold it today. That is really awesome to hear how the CCA certification has grown over the years. You said 1993 was the first exams, and now here we are in 2019. So for those that don't know, of course, there is the international certification as well as that state-level certification, but the CCA also has a number of specialties. Can you enlighten us a little bit on what those specialties are and, and why they're out there? Yes, uh, there are two components, just to clarify that, to a CCA becoming certified. There's an inter- what we call the international exam, which is the general principles and practices of agronomy that apply everywhere. And then the board exam or the state exam or provincial exam is the one that gets more specific into those areas on the agronomy within that state or region or that province. So they have to pass the two exams, but they are a certified crop advisor. 
So that, that sets up the program. And now we have specialties within the program. So CCA is the base agronomy, the foundational program. And that's fine. A CCA can have that and doesn't need to add anything else. The specialties are there as a voluntary addition. I often compare it to the medical profession. You have a general family practice doctor that everybody sees on a regular basis, but at some point you might get referred to a specialist. And that doesn't mean that your family doctor is bad or there's something wrong with them. It just means they want someone with maybe a deeper level of knowledge and skill in a very specific area to complement what they're doing. So today we have, uh, there are six, and I'll just quickly review them. The Certified Professional Agronomist Program was actually started in 1977. It was a standalone agronomy certification, but it became part of CCA about 2010. So that now is a specialty within the program because they were already using the same exams, so we brought them together. And then there's another one that's a little more unique. There's a California manure management specialty that is strictly in California. That came about because of some regulations around nutrient management, and they formed that for those CCAs that wanted to have that focus. So that one is only there. And then the newer ones are, there's four of those that started about 2015, sustainability for our nutrient management and resistance management. For our nutrient management is a regional focus because the exams are set up that way, but it's available throughout most of the United States and Canada now. And then sustainability and resistance management are national exams. They're available throughout the United States. And then Precision Ag just started. The first exam was given a few weeks ago in, Feb in early February, and that was the first offering of that exam. But again, they allow that CCA to focus their work or they already have and they want to be recognized for it. And then that gives a tool to the grower that's hiring people, hiring agronomists, to look for that person with that specialized knowledge and skill. And that helps with having those credentials. I really like your analogy and the explanation of the specialties, thinking of like a doctor. Uh, you have your, your general family practice doctor, and then you have a, a specialist, a, a hand specialist, or a, a skin specialist. So it's uh, it's a really neat way, and, and it brings it into a, kind of a real-life clarification of what these specialties are. You talked about the precision agriculture specialist. Now, Chris, I want to turn to you for a couple questions here. So this this was just offered a couple weeks ago, beginning of February. Uh, you guys said that you offered the first uh, exam for the certification. Why did the American Society of Agronomy feel the need to add the precision agriculture specialty? Yeah, well, that's a great question. And I think anybody who's involved in the ag industry, particularly on the agronomy side, sees that precision agriculture is becoming a larger and larger component of what's done and what's seen out on the ag landscape. Um, the technology we see around us every day, from our phones to our tablets to our cars, you know, a lot of that same technology is reflected in agriculture. So from software to hardware to the algorithms, the mathematics, underlaying all of it, that's all being integrated into agriculture at a rapid pace. And so the agronomists out there really need a skill set uh, to help them keep up with this change in technology. 
And they need to complement their agronomic knowledge with knowledge in, let's say, computer science, or like I talked about earlier, some of the very basics around the hardware that they might see in a tractor cab. So to do that, to give them a unique set of skills and knowledge, this program was started. And, and it's, it's in response to industry, too. We see so many companies out there adopting Precision Ag into their programs that we wanted to give these employers the opportunity to have employees who are well-versed in Precision Ag and ready to work in this industry. So what is this a CCA that is Precision Ag certified? What does this really mean for the farmers out there? What can they expect out of these specialty certifications? Yeah, well, the idea is that a farmer can hopefully rest assured that they are working with a very knowledgeable individual in precision agriculture, someone that has shown that they can study and take exams in this area. And mind you, exams that have been crafted by people who are subject matter experts at the university level, at other levels of professional employment, and that these advisors can take these exams and demonstrate that they are um, knowledgeable and can be trusted to give very practical and science-based advice and offer skills in this area uh, to, to the farmers that they work with. It's really a differentiator for the CCA, hopefully. And farmers should take that as, hey, this is a person I can work with. This is a person I can trust. This is a person who's knowledgeable and someone that can help my business grow and succeed. So you kind of already answered my question, but I want to hear it more from you as to, so you talked about being able to take this exam, being knowledgeable, not only in agronomy and and the basic components there, but also being knowledgeable in precision ag. What does this specialty mean for someone who holds a CCA certification right now? Yeah, well, you know, where we view it is for an existing CCA, it really becomes a differentiator. It shows that that individual who took this exam and passed has really deep knowledge in a particular skill set that's needed and that's desired by farmers and employers. And it also, you know, it forces a CCA that already has the general CCA certification to really update their skill set. And it, it, of course, forces a person who already works in this area to really take their credentials to the next level. And it also keeps them updated, frankly, on the knowledge and the information that's out there in Precision Ag. So it serves a lot of purposes, truly, for an existing CCA. Yeah, Antonio, I'll add one thing in there. The, the part that it, Chris is emphasizing, the continuing education requirement for being a CCA, which is 40 hours every two years, but then also the specialties, there's a requirement within that subject matter area. So Precision Ag, they have to earn continuing education in Precision Ag within that structure of every two years in order to maintain it. That's a really great point that you make, Luther, and it leads me into my next question. So you have the continu- continuing education and everything that takes to keep that certification moving forward. But of course, you had to, at the beginning, you had to develop the certification. So briefly, can you explain to us what it looked like to develop the certification for precision agriculture? Yes, we have a process we follow with all of our specialties, but also our program as a whole. But with the specialties, 
the first thing that it goes through is, is that topic area, the subject matter, is that something that every CCA needs to know or is it truly a specialty? So that's the first question the board looks at. And then if they deem it that, no, it's really a specialty, it's not foundational, so to speak, it's really for those CCAs that want to focus into that area. So then it's, it's, it's looked at as a specialty. Then we survey our audience, the CCAs, to get a sense of, okay, is there a need for this? What we're seeing or hearing from the industry? What are they going to tell us through survey work? You know, is there interest for it, the demand for it? And if that comes back and tells us there's enough interest and demand for it, then we move forward. Then we put an exam team together. And the first thing they do, and these are subject matter experts from a cross section of the industry. So they're not all from one company or just companies. You'll have uh, government representatives in there as well as academia. So we have a blend of that. They form the first subject matter expert team that puts the performance objectives together. And those performance objectives define what someone needs to know in the specialty. And that's the same process for the general uh, CCA program. Then once the performance objectives are developed, then from there, exam questions are developed and written, and they have to connect to every performance objective. So if ever, anybody's wondering, what does this really cover? You can go to our website, certifiedprofitadvisor.org, and you can go to the exam tab and look under Precision Ag for the specialty, and those performance objectives are listed there. They can download them for free. It'll tell you everything the exam is going to cover. So we've got the CCA certification. We go into the specialties and specifically that precision ag specialty. I The question that I have, and I want to direct this one to Chris, being on the education end of things, what does the future of precision agriculture look like to the American Society of Agronomy? Yeah, great question. It's growing, obviously. We have and see a lot of potential in precision agriculture. The technology is rapidly advancing, and like I said earlier, it's really being integrated into the very agronomy that nearly all agronomists do now. It's become a portion of our daily lives, and so it's becoming a portion of our daily work um, routines. And as this grows, both in industry and academia, amongst the federal and state governments, its use, uh, we need our folks to be prepared, both in the skill sets and um the general knowledge to be able to handle work in this field. So I think it's nothing but upward. There have been hit some hiccups along the way. You know, Precision Ag has been around for a while. The question was always, how do we integrate it? How do we make it work? How do we take it from just this general area of science to actually applying it in the field successfully and helping folks um, implement it on the farm? And of course, businesses turn a profit on it. We're getting there. And I think we're going to be going down this road quicker all the time and having more success as a general industry. So I see nothing but positives in the future, and I hope that this specialty certification serves our, uh, our CCA as well as they prepare for the changes that are currently happening and will happen in this area. 
Yeah, I really agree with that, Chris. Of course, coming uh, with RDO Equipment Company on the equipment end of things within the ag industry, of course, we see the change in precision ag and the growth of it constantly. So with the American Society of Agronomy and the CCA certification with this specialty, it it's really going to help people move forward in that continuing education and I know, Luther, when we were talking before we started recording here, you had a great success story to talk about that continuing education. Why don't you share that with our listeners? Yeah, the, the success story relates to the, the certification program in general. As I mentioned, 25 years of having CCA defining a profession. And during that time, I've heard comments from people that have been involved or, you know, just observing the change in the overall industry, and it connected to the continuing education that we've always had uh, programs for education around. You know, extension has been around a long time and doing a lot of it. But what they noticed changing when the program started in through the years to now is the amount of people that were attending increased and the amount of programs being offered increased and improved. They really became more engaged with industry and built those relationships and wanted to put out the education that was really in need. And then the CCAs having that continuing education requirement, they're always looking for good, solid continuing education. They don't want to just go somewhere to get the ticket punch, so to speak. They want to really get something from it. And I think in that it helps improve then the overall quality of it and the overall attendance for those who are providing that education. That's great to hear. Like I said, it's, I feel the exact same way with the the continuing education and being able to increase our knowledge within the industry, no matter what level we're at, whether we are a a certified CCA or we're just within the industry, having the ability to have that education through the American Society of Agronomy is great. Chris, I got one last question that I want to ask you. Whether we're talking to or our listeners out there, whether they are currently a certified crop advisor or maybe they're looking to become a CCA or uh, a CCA is looking for one of those specialists, where can people go? Who can they talk to to learn more, whether they want to become a CCA or they're looking to study or anything like that? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, first, I would always direct folks to our website. There's a lot of great basic information about the program, the CCA program in general, and, of course, the specialty certification. They can go to certifiedcropadvisor.org, and from there, they can certainly look around the website and find many of the resources that they're going to need. But there's also other resources if they're interested. Certainly, they can contact Luther or myself. Our, uh, Our contact information is out on the American Society of Agronomy's website. And you may be able to find us elsewhere, too, pretty easily on the Internet, just using your favorite uh, search tool. Of course, I would also suggest that they potentially, if they know a certified crop advisor, get in touch with him or her. They're a fantastic resource. They live this stuff day to day. They've obviously been through the process. That's always a fantastic resource that is maybe even sometimes better than just uh, someone like Luther or myself. We don't do this every day. Other CCAs do. And they can relate better to those individuals potentially. And I would say, too, look at the local boards. Um, check out who's uh, a CCA on the board in your state and, and try to reach out to them, too. So a lot of resources available. But like I say, start, it, start the website. That's just a fantastic place to get going with this. 
I just want to thank both Luther and Chris for sitting down and talking to us about the certified crop advisor certification and then kind of focusing on that precision ag specialty. It's really neat to hear that just back in February, a few weeks ago, uh, the first exam was offered for the precision ag specialty, and it's such a growing industry or growing component of the ag industry. So thanks again, guys, for sitting down and chatting with us. Thank you, Tony. Thank you. This podcast was produced and edited by Nate Dorsey. Visit rdoequipment.com slash podcast to listen to new episodes and catch up on any that you've missed. You can also listen and subscribe to our podcast on Apple and Android devices so that you'll never miss out on the latest news and technology from RDO Equipment and John Deere. If you really like this podcast, please share it on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, or any of the other social media platforms that you are using. You can also connect with me on Twitter at RDO Tony K. That's at R-D-O-T-O-N-Y-K, where you can tweet me questions, episode feedback, or ideas for future topics to cover. Please join us next time on the Agriculture Technology Podcast.